Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot. Welcome back. Official Redskins postgame show. Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot. After a horrendous start today, the Redskins had a good finish in beating the Carolina it's, Panthers. But about 29-21. Yeah, down 14 nothing. Remember that yeah. penalty in Deron Payne? Oh, that was awful. Uh, for, the first yeah, drive. It, a lot of penalties. Like the, the, yeah. the, the, the referees. <laughs> this was the yeah. worst group I've saw in a long time. Yep. And they're saying a lot. Like I told you, it was a bunch of old men and zebra stripes out there today. And they had to bunch up for the smallest cause. They had to come. Like, first of all, they kicked the wrong guy out the game. Like, Ryan mm-hmm. Anderson was not supposed to be kicked out the game. It was supposed to be the Carolina Panthers who almost Kill Trey Quinn. Like, yeah, so, yeah. so these are the things that I just don't understand. And to me, I think the referees personally need to be paid a lot more money in the NFL. They shouldn't mm-hmm. have to get another job. And I think, yeah, I think we need to add some youth to that group too, because I see some old men falling on the sideline trying to run after running backs. Well, I, I also feel like they. Um they have overly complicated things with all the different variations of calls. Replay, yeah, yeah, yeah. calls. Is this a catch? Is this not a catch? Like, there's no instinct at all anymore in the in this in the art of officiating. Look, it's a, it, you know you've overdone officiating when you have to have a ref in a booth at every game. I mean, yeah. to analyze for TV because the rules have gotten so convoluted. I, it, it drives me crazy. I mean, on Sunday or excuse me, on Thursday, I'm watching Fox broadcast. And they like have a official, and Mike Pereira is in the booth. booth. Yeah. With Aikman and Mike, he's part of the first team on Fox now. I'm like, are you kidding me? Is this sport so screwed up that we don't know the rules anymore that we have to have an officials guy I in there to apologize for? I think it's cause and effect, Jack. It's uh, Jack, it's, it's cause and effect because gambling is so prevalent now. I guess. The people want the call gambling to be was correct. Always prevalent. Let's just be honest. People are more honest about the prevalence of gambling now. It's always been prevalent. Yeah. It's now legally, with the lights on, prevalent. Yeah, yeah, most and definitely. Now, and now they're making money. Off and now they're making money. So legally. now the NFL yeah. saying, you know what, we need yeah. to make sure these calls Maybe. are right. Uh, Vegas is like we need to make sure these calls are right. You can't just blow a game on a call. So I can understand the emphasis on it, but I'm sorry. You're going to have to pay these guys more, and they're going to have to get younger. I'm sorry. I'm tired of looking they at granddad and run up and down the sideline. They former players like you Yeah, and why there. not former players? Why not why the training not program? Former, yes. yeah, why not former players? You would never call defensive PIs. Uh, you would be I, the I, worst I would, ever. I would pretty much, you know, you would never let the guys play. PI. Then they would be like, oh, friends, move, let them play, don't they? Yeah, let them play. That's what yeah. it always be. But I think it should. I think you're totally right. It should be ex-players. That's why yeah. I hate I hate to see like uh staffs and I look at the front office and they have like they're recruiting guys and they and they got the scouts 
None of them never played sports. Yep. Like, I, I need, I need to, why not the ex football players? It happens all the time. <laughs> all right, let's get back to calls. Um, you know, 301 230 uh, Anthony asked me, do the player ejections come from New York or the crew? Well, that's a good question, right? Because yeah, yeah. I think it's supposed to come from the crew, but it sure felt like it came, it came from New York, from New York today, right? It, feel like it, it, way, it, way, it went way too long. We got that call from Fifth Avenue. Yeah, that was a Fifth Avenue call. Yeah, that, that's definitely. terrible after they blew the I, other and, call. And I got to read this tweet from Coach uh, Boyd. Yeah. All right? This is what he said, all right? Yep. Haskins starts look just like Alex Smith's stats from last year when he was playing, and mm-hmm. I just don't think they do. They look like the stats, but if you if you watch the game, you know that that's not quite really the case. Mm-hmm. Right? I just don't, don't think? think they do. Because one thing we know about Alex now, he's very careful, almost to a fault sometimes. But you know he's going to always complete mm-hmm. the easy passes. Right? He's, yeah. he's mentally never going to – he's not going to get the deep sacks and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would compare this more to uh, – more like Jamie Winston's in his first couple starts. You know, up and down, but hey – you know, right now, if you got Jameis in Fantasy League, oh, yeah. all he does is score you points now. He ain't going to win no games, but he'll score you some points. <laughs> all right, uh, let's and, keep, and keep away from them uh, crab legs. Oh, come on, man. It was a long time ago. Slope in Atlanta, what's happening? I was with him that day. <laughs> got EJ and Smoot. What's up, buddy? How y'all doing? Man, we good, buddy. Man, how you feel about this win today, brother? Okay, I'm 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 good to go. I'm gonna make a couple quick points. I'm, and I'm a, you know I've been drinking these beers, so I'm gonna try to nice, see, nice. Who's your sponsor today? What you drinking on, brother? Oh, Stella Artois, brother. Stella <laughs> okay, Artois. well I'm in here drinking on the old duels. Nah, brother, ain't no old duels up in this camp. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what they wanted um uh, mention number one today we won the game. Is how I thought at the beginning of the season we were going to win the game. Defense played great. Running backs, I mean, the running game was strong, and the quarterback minimized his mistakes because that's how I thought we were going to be the whole season, and that's exactly what happened today. Second point I wanted to make, Dan Marino, Ben Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and it was another person I couldn't think of mm-hmm. that did well in their first year. Marino is a different story. Then he managed a great team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Dak Prescott had a great team to work with in his first, in yeah. his, in his first year, in his rookie year. So today, Haskins did exactly what he should have been doing, managing the game, don't make mistakes, and, you know, you throw it away, take a sack, live the play another day. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing special, but like you said, no mistakes, and that's the key. Uh, I think a couple of those sacks, the offensive line would say, you know, it was kind of more on him yeah. than us. It would be but, interesting to hear them break those down each week because I don't think they're all on the offensive line. They're either. never all on the offensive line. Most of the time, it's the quarterback because they can easily throw those balls away, yeah. you know, holding the ball too long. And that's what a guy that has a cannon for an arm does. He knows as long as the ball is in his hand, he has a chance to push it down the field. Like they said, he just needs to clean up those mechanics, and he needs to what he sees. He needs to trust it, right? and he needs to process it, right? Because it's like sometimes he he's already predetermined where process, he's going to go. What with you're the ball. Saying? He had to trust. <laughs> that's what we got to do as a group. We have to be like Philadelphia 76ers fan. We have to trust the process right now. Chase Young. That's what. That's, that's the process. Well, that's not the process. That you know that they're trying to win games. Um, by the way, the Redskins injury report is brought to you by Nova Sports Medicine, Fisher Sports. 
Sports Medicine Center partner provided the Washington Redskins. We heard from Montez Sweat with Larry Michael. Says he feels okay. It was a little tight as quad. They kept him out. Uh, sounds more precautionary than necessary. Hopefully he'll be able to play next week. Uh, Trey Quinn uh, was knocked out with a concussion on the cheap shot of the punt that was not an ejection, but somehow uh, <laughs> you got uh, yeah, Brian yeah, Anderson. Yeah, should have been ejected. Yeah. Um, and Morgan Moses left the game with a back. And uh, Jerron Christian, by the way, Quietly was in that game for most of it. Yeah. He didn't hear his name call. And which if is you a good don't thing, hear right? offensive lineman name call, they doing their job. And by the way, they ran right a lot again. Yeah, yeah. Right, so hey, now you're seeing what you have in Christian. Yeah, you thought it had to be a, a all out flat out. We're gonna have to go mm-hmm. spend this first round on a on a left tackle. Well, you might have one on your roster already. And mm-hmm. that's why I say let the younger guys play. If you're right now, if you're over the age 28, you are endangered species on this team. Right? If I'm running it. At the end of the day, I want young, young, young. I'm going to have a couple key vets in there because what they bring to the table and their leadership. But anybody else, man, I'm basically cleaning house. Hey, Mark and Chevy Chase, go ahead. Thanks for waiting. Hey, uh, just with the last caller, Peyton Manning first season was 3-13, and 13, yep. so Haskins are a little better. Second season, he was 13-3, mm-hmm. 10 game improvement, best improvement regular season ever. So Haskins, 57%. I think Manning was about 57%. I have eight quick points to make. Uh, wow. First off, point one, coaching, great win for the coaches. Point two, warning to D.C., Let's stop talking about players. Let's start talking about plays and coaching. Um, I think the Nationals, for years, you talk about a player, they're great. You start looking at the rest since roster, they're all great players. Let's talk about coaching, opening holes. Point three, couple nice runs by guys. Point four, Peterson looks like the best player I've seen on the football field all year. Thompson, nice return. He looks like a lead third down back. Point five. Um, this is a question to smooth uh, when I'm done. Uh, there's, I counted five misses by receivers. That seems to be our problem, catching the ball. They hit our hands, including two of the end zones that we dropped. Is this a problem of Haskins or receivers? And is this something that will improve? Because I'm very optimistic on this week's win. Point six, to my main point, there's a coach, if you liked how Christian McCaffrey looked, Today, on some of his runs, there's a coach, Bryce, uh, Lance Taylor. He's Dave American. He coached Bryce Love. Christian McCaffrey, clear to the FL. It's time for the Rodney rule for us to bring in some new coaches. I'm all for Callahan, but our organization is is basically white and African-American. We need to do some job searches, bring in, make it look like the Obama administration with the African-American female, and get Lance Taylor, a Native American, our OC job because we're still fighting a civil rights movement. Let's get Trent Williams back because we can make a Super Bowl run next year. And then finally, um, can you explain that field goal that was blocked, why we could we have picked it up and thrown it and had no. fourth down? I'll take it off there. Oh, hey, I know wow. one thing. His wow. wife hates him. Point nine. <laughs> Listen to me. Like, my point nine, that's why I pick up it. All right, let, let's just do, let's do the question because I can't keep up with all this stuff. The, the, the thing about the drop balls. Um, uh, the receivers yeah. are paid to catch balls. Right. Uh, I thought the only really glaring drop today was, was wasn't even a drop. It went through his hands in McClellan because he's the, so good. Yeah. I was surprised. 
I don't know. Was there was there yeah. five other drops? I mean, yeah. I mean, Sprinkle came back for a ball that was not very well thrown in the two point play that was called incomplete. Uh, there was another Sprinkle one that he might have been able to catch. It was a completely awkward throw. I'm trying to think of the other ones he's talking about. Um, not well, many. Quinn, Quinn dropped one of us yeah. a little bit behind him, but I thought it was catchable. Yeah. But did he die for it again? Yeah, he was kind of like. See, in see the this air. is what I'm talking yeah, about. He's in the air, every air. T- is yeah. he a superhero? Because yeah. every time I see him, he's flying. Uh, every time I see him, he's diving. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, the one thing about Quinn, he's going to have to work on that speed. He got to work on that, that closing speed so yeah. he can close to the ball. Exactly. Listen, uh, they're playing a lot of young people. You're going to have mistakes. I mean, yeah. it's a timing game, right? I mean, yeah. these guys haven't played a lot. I mean, the touch passes are still. Uh, tough for Dwayne, and we'll, it's going to hopefully get better over time. But yeah, anyway, I don't know. All the other stuff, man, I don't know. I, I totally I, I got know. lost in oh, it. Yes. Uh, he was me. a human um, computer yeah. that I totally then, like, got lost in. The political talk stuff, I'm out of hey, that. Listen, I mean, he told us to hire <laughs> Condoleezza Rice in the front office. I know. Well, she I, was. I, I, hey, she was up for the GM's job, and was it San Francisco? No, it was Cleveland. Listen, listen. I got so much respect for Condoleezza Rice. This is football. This is football. All right, let's do this. Uh, Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Washington Redskins Radio Network. All right, point number 10. Uh, Redskins (laughs) beat the uh, Carolina Panthers today, 29-21, official Redskins postgame shit. Look, we haven't had a winning streak around here in over a year, so forgive some folks if they're going a little off the rails, okay? Uh, That was Um, berserk. Come on, that's that's a serious (laughs) berserk right there. Hey, it's the holiday season, okay? I understand. Like I said, I got hurt in the turkey bowl Thursday. I got hit by a man's heart is in the right place. I'm not sure everything else was. Me me, me too. All right, coming up, we'll uh, get back to some phone calls, hopefully. Uh, And uh, also... Get to uh, the post-game presser with the head coach, Bill Callahan. His thoughts on the big picture of today's win. And, oh, yeah, the uh, Green Bay Packers ahead. So yeah. we'll get to that before we get out of here. It is the official Redskins post-game show. Scott Jackson, Fred Smoot. Uh, you're listening to Washington Redskins. Point nine. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot. Head off to Geis. Quick hitter up the middle. Geis breaks a tackle at the 40. 45-50. Up the right sideline, 40. Geis at the 30. Geis at the 20. Inside the 10 and knocked out of bounds at the 9-yard line. What a run by Geis. Darius Geis. I don't even know if that was his best run, but that was the big play of the game brought to you by the Virginia Liner. Good fun for a great cause. Go Redskins. I thought the physical 36-yard run was uh, uh, more it, impressive. It, right? it was more visually it, stimulating. Right, more visually But at that 60-yard run woke the team up because at that point you're down 14 nothing. You're like, are they ever going to do anything in this football hey, game hey, before he, it's over? He keep making runs like that. Like I said, he's going to have FedEx Field rumbling just like Marshawn Lynch had the – had uh, Seattle Stadium running because you know anytime you get a physical run like that, that just really pumps up the team, that pumps up the crowd, yeah. that pumps up everybody, man. So I think I think we got a lot in store with this guy, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was point fourteen. All right, welcome yeah. back, uh, Fisher Redskins post game show. That was point fifteen. Uh, I think I lost track. Uh, uh, Scott Jackson, Fred Smith with you uh, here. Panthers <laughs> and the Redskins today, and <laughs> what was a bizarre game, but one won by the Redskins, twenty nine to twenty one. Again, Panthers jumped off to a fourteen nothing lead. Then the Redskins, uh, you know, woke up and obviously ripped off what uh, twenty nine yeah. straight points. The most points we've scored. It was a twenty nine zero run. Yeah. before Carolina scored that last touchdown, and then. They got to the one-yard line, and we haven't really talked about this as much. And what the hell happened after that? They got to the one and had a lot of time left, had timeouts in the pocket. Yeah. I don't hate them running McCaffrey, you know, but they because lost you yardage. you to your best player. Right, but the Kyle Allen decision to run, what, back to his 30, 
I don't know what that was, and just you know, I, I, what, whatever. It, it was hey, thank another you, young quarterback thank making you, young dumb decisions, yeah. and that's why I got to get it. Uh, what was that? That's what I got to give it. I got to <laughs> give it. A what was that? What was Kyle Allen think about on that play? What's up with that? Mm-hmm. With that? that? What was he thinking on that play? And it caused him the game. You see what I'm saying? Who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows what that was? But who know? Here's what was that? I mean, who was Chris Odom? Who was Nate Orchard before today? Well, they were two guys who combined for three sacks for the Redskins, and both were signed this week. In Chris Odom's case, he had been here in the practice squad, so he knew the system. I mean, Orchard literally off the streets. Off the couch. Off the couch. Off the couch. On the field, that's what ballers do. At the end of the day, like I told you, nothing would eat like a a, a hungry dog. Like When you go hunt, which you'll know nothing about, because you went to Old Dominion, when you go hunt, you want to make sure you take the dogs hungry. You don't take them off a full stomach. You take them hungry. All right, listen, I'm going to give you about 30 seconds for this, then we're going to get back to the calls. Congratulations on being the least stupid school in the state of Mississippi uh, and getting that victory on, <laughs> on uh, Thanksgiving night. All right. Hey, hey, okay. oh, misery. That's what we call How them. dumb was that? Uh, it was the dumbest thing I've seen, but that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Hey, that's what they do. They I'm going to be do the dog pee celebration and kick us back 15 yards. Just to and, ruin the game. And, and we're not going to be able to It is always an epic yeah. game. Something like that happens yeah. every time. Time we played and, and you know this, like rivalry games, they kind of go out of their way to overcall like any because type of it's so teams, right? Because so they don't want to brawl on the yeah. field and that kind of stuff. But boy, that was. I mean, honestly, I'd be honest. If you'd have told me somebody's to do that before the game, I was sure it was your school. But no, no, I mean, no, no, I was sure no, no, it was no, going to be your no, school. No, 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 it wasn't. And they did this like two years ago to us, yeah. where they literally scored a touchdown yeah. and like act like they were peeing on the Mississippi State even. Right. So this ain't the first time. Right, that get, wasn't even original what he did, but it cost them. I gave you a minute on that. I should went too far. Sorry. All right, let's get to Mike and DC. Hey, Thanks boy. for waiting, Mike. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, bud. What's up, Smooth? Hey, what's up, man. bud? Talk to it. <laughs> man, first of all, Haskins to me is is, is progressing every week. I, I, I like what I see. He's two and two. Hey, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are 500 every year. So <laughs> They did win 11 he, he, games last year, didn't so they? Far. Did they win 11 games last yeah, year? Yeah, they did win 11 games. Yeah, yeah, In his so. first year, they won double-digit games. I can't yeah. hate nothing from their dog. You got to get that Ezekiel. You got to get that Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah, well. They, I got to get to the team. Yeah, they, he, look, he's, he's doing all right. Anyway. Now, right now, Zeke got more uh, nose rings than he got rushing yards. <laughs> Second thing, uh, Doug Williams, man, he, should, he let, let's promote this guy. Let him, let him run this team. Get rid of Bruce Allen. He brought in AP last year, and I don't know who these two O's are that we saw today, but he brought them in. Yeah, yeah. He, he's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, Alex Santos and him, the pro football guys. You got to get Santos. Got to get Doug their props. They're, they're filling this roster from top to bottom. Thanks, like I told you, this roster is better from the middle to the bottom than it is top heavy. Like we're getting nothing from our highest paid guys. It's the cheapest guys on the team making all the plays. You like that though? There's the hungry guys. That's why you get it. Listen, the one thing, one thing that was aggravating, and this is a nice way to put it, over the last few years is the slow-to-change mindset that yeah. they had. Yeah. They're like, if you were a starter... You know, week one, like, oh, that's okay. Then you just let it keep the bad habits, keep yeah. going, the lack of yeah, production, yeah. keep going. Yeah. They're not trying new things. I'll say this about Bill Callahan since he's taken over, and you can nitpick a lot of things he's done, and that's fair. But 
they have not been slow to change. And Grant, some of it has been forced because of injuries. Like this stuff today, some of it was injury-related. But yeah. they've also not been afraid just to move guys in and move out and guy, see what guy, happens. Because you know? guys don't want to come in and right. bench a guy like uh, Josh Norman. You know, right. like guys don't want to come in and switch this guy around right. and switch this guy around. But like you said, injuries also play a part They're in it. They definitely dictate a part Yeah, yeah they yeah. play a part in it. And getting Sims on the field a little bit more, mm-hmm. which I really want to see him on the field. Every time he gets his hands on the ball, very, very electric. Like, I don't want to hear about his limitations. Let right. the tandem, let the punt bounce every time. Then sure. go get it. And guess what? He caught every one of them today. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm so, with you. So sometimes you just got to trust in what you see. And sometimes when you're not the head coach, you can see some of the stuff that the head coaches miss. And what's, and what's being said around the team also. That's fair. All right, Travis and Charlotte. Uh, what's happening, Travis? Travis, go ahead. Hey. Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Yeah, you got you. You and Charlotte, were you at the game? Yeah, man, we we on the way way back now. I got man, it, this game was awesome. I got I'm in the truck with four Redskins fans. I got I got knee high rubber boots because they was crying so many tears. The Panthers was. <laughs> I, I had to have my rubber boots on. Yeah, had your rubber boots on, baby. I understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, that game was awesome, man. It was just you, you know you just had to be there. It's one of those things. But um, Haskins. We really seen him grow, you know, today. I mean, you know, throwing the ball away when he needed to, you know, take, you know, just he did what he needed to. So I'm proud of Sims. I'm proud of uh, McLaurin. I'll tell you what, though, that pass to McLaurin, he had to slow up for that pass, yeah. you know, and I think if he wouldn't have had to slow up, that that would have been another TD. Yeah, I, I don't know. And then, oh, you're talking about the one he missed or the one he had to wait on? A different one. <laughs> yeah, the one he dropped. Yeah, you know, he, he had dropped, to slow yeah. up for that yeah. pass. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah weird. but we were there. I mean, it, it, yeah, it was the best game of year. Christmas come early this year. Hey, yeah, uh, man, I believe you. How was the fans there? I heard I heard noise from Redskins fans, like but I couldn't visually yeah. see yeah. them. So, was it a lot of Redskins fans down there? Oh, it was forty uh, percent Redskins, sixty percent Panthers fans. I mean, we live two hours from. We live two hours from the stadium. We represent every time they come around here. I've been to say that's what that's how it should be because they they stole our Carolina <laughs> fans from us by putting the team in Charlotte in the first place. Oh, I, I know, but we represent. I mean, we you know we hold we held our anchor. We held here. We didn't we didn't quit, and we we gave. I tell you what, we gave them Panthers fans a fit today. <laughs> hey, well, I appreciate everything you do, man. The only thing well done, we Travis. love from Carolina is Joe Gibbs. Everything else, they can keep, <laughs> they can keep the barbecue. They can keep all the rest of it. <laughs> hey, hey, we we was back here in 2015, and we heard crap all the way back to the truck. With the day we gave that crap back to them today. Good job. Uh, good job. Good job. All right, Travis. Keep safe travels. Boots on, bro. Safe travels. See you, buddy. Thanks for the call. All right. Um, <laughs> They had not won there since 98. Trent Green was the quarterback. And he was called in the game And today. he threw a touchdown pass to Brian Mitchell. Mitchell, you seen that, right? Yeah. B. Mitch had a, a porn stash on, too, He's like on the one face. he's got right now. Yeah, just like the one Did he's he rocking right now. I mean, November's over. Now it's, it, listen, it, it's now a habit, all now, right? Now, you know like, what I'm saying? It's truly now, a yeah. habit, and it yeah. scares me. Like, I've yeah. been around him lately with mm-hmm. the stash, and I can't stop looking at the stash, yeah. and it's starting to scare me. I think I seen it move by itself the other day. It might be a caterpillar on his lip. I don't know what's going on. All right, Tommy, let's go on. On your next here on the official oh, message post game. What's up, buddy? Tom, go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. How, how you, you doing, Tom? Uh, okay, I'm doing great. Now I'd like to make uh, not eight points, but I'd like to make a few points. <laughs> we appreciate that. Thank you. One point is I don't know what the hell that guy was talking. <laughs> What's up with that? 
Yeah, yeah. He's living uh, in uh, in poor uh, country. I don't know. <laughs> but number two is, hey, we've won the last two weeks, and everybody in the division has lost in the last two weeks. How long has that been? It's been a long time I, I, since I, that happened, you know, because the Giants yeah, been you know, I, I, good. I can't you know. remember when. <laughs> I can't remember when. And number three is um, the the Dwayne Haskins. If we get him in that two minute offense on a regular basis, yeah. and he's really starting to see the field, I think he's doing good things. Um, you know, the touch he needs to get a little bit, take a little of that heat off of the ball when he's. Throwing the short passes. The ball to yep. The yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because the heat, you know, I mean, it's going past the receiver. And Jeremy Sprinkle today, he looked great. Really, really great. Um, it was great to see the victory today and, and the way we played and the fight that we're having as a team. It, it's special. I'm, a, I'm, I'm 58 years old. I, I watched the Redskins in 72 with George Allen, and I, I, I don't know how my dad got me to the game. I was at the championship game when uh, we beat Roger Staubach and the Cowboys, and I know the tradition. I've seen the championships over my years, and it's all about chemistry and a team coming together. And I remember one thing that Joe Gibbs used to always do. He, he practiced Hard. Oh, I know it. Yes, he did. Hard. Yeah, we did. Joe Gibbs practiced hard. Short my career. He played the game and practiced <laughs> the way he did for the game. And uh, with with Gruden, we didn't do that. We sat back and oh, this guy's injured. We're just going to let him sit back on the sideline. No, you got to fight. You got to play hard. You practice like you play. Yeah. Okay. That's the way it is. And um, smooth. Mississippi State cost me the other day giving up that late touchdown against uh, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was giving – I was laying one and a half in charge. <laughs> I, oh. I, I understand, man, but that's why I never bet on rivalry games because you just don't know. they just too – they're too emotional. Hey, but I don't I, – hey. The guy, the guy doing his little doggy style there on the thing, <laughs> yep. come back to bite him in the butt. Yeah, they ran him out of Oxford. He had, he had to move out of his dorm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And on one more note, I want to leave you with: run the football and play defense. That wins games. You keep your all uh, your defense off the field by running the football. And we proved that today. We ran the football. I felt confident going into the game that we were going to win. Nobody in their right mind uh, thought thought the Redskins at 10-point underdogs were going to win. But I said, we're going to win this game. Good stuff. All right, nice, thanks, nice. Appreciate it. it. He's right, man, because I remember days with Coach Gibbs. We never missed practice. I don't care what was going right. on. I remember we we had a monsoon one day. I had to hold on to a tree to win with blowing so hard. I'm like, Coach, man, we got to go in. Coach, like, no, nah, no, nah, this Redskin weather. Coach Gibbs, a man of the Lord. He would not like, have liked it. He's like, this Redskin weather, Fred. You got to get used to it. I, 
15 seconds later, it just started lightning everywhere. So now everybody just take off and start run. Right. So now Coach Gill, you know, he older. He's starting to run. And I, I start running right beside Coach. I'm like, Coach, it took Jesus to send lightning down on the ground for you to get us off this field. That's how serious Coach is about it. Uh, that's awesome. But you know, listen, you, you can run the ball. That's great. And they're running it better. This is a team you could run on. They're terrible run defense. But you got to finish drives with touchdowns. They did that today. today to some degree. I mean, one yeah. of them was a one-yard Left some on the field. I mean, one was a one-yard um, you know, drive. But look, they, they finished the second drive with um, you know, the 59-yard drive with Geis. Um, that, and they left some points in the field for sure. They were terrible on third down. They're 3-for-11 on third down. But, yes, you can run certain days. Now, it's not going to work every week. It's not, not going to work every week. Yeah, yeah. You should always try to establish a run. Agreed. But it's not going to work every week. You're going to no. have to throw the football. No, no, no. Some weeks you're going to come out, and, and yeah. the, the weak part of their team is their yep. defensive backfield. Right. All right, we're going to run on them. If the weak, the weak part of their team is the linebackers, we're going to get the screen game going. Yeah. All right, we're going to force them to one east and west. Like, you just do what it takes to win that day. And that's all I want to see because some games we're going to come out, and we're going to have to depend on Haskins to throw 45 times. It's just going to be what type. Game I do agree with him. I thought the two minute part up to the part where yes, they took the sack, and then of course Hopkins, you know, had the field goal blocked going into halftime. They did some really good things in that drive. I mean, yeah, there, yeah. there was some good stuff there, and I, and I would like to see you know to create your own you know momentum at some point in a game where your offense isn't getting it going. Go to a little hurry up because it does seem like he is pretty comfortable. That's that what he did at it, Ohio, yeah, Ohio State right, the whole time, right? Yeah, in the yeah. small sample sizes we've seen here of him that he is pretty comfortable. With running that, so I, that is something to keep our eyes on as we move forward here, and they try to increase, you know, the things that they do with him, and they want to try with him. I don't and then think you got to ask: Is the offensive coordinator limited the way he can call it because we don't have tight ends? Like, oh, absolutely, we, like, right? like, you, like at one point we got to get this kid somebody that, that he can throw bad balls to that's going to come down point. with him. Uh, we got to have somebody in the middle of the field that, that, that requires attention. Now you can't double McLaurin on the outside, so tight end is one of the positions we have to get better. I got a guy in mind. OJ Jay Howard, like you said, he went to Alabama oh, yeah. and he can play the game of football. I think in offseason he'll be a good guy to get, but we got to get that tight end position showed up. And then I can see the real Haskins. Because you know, one thing I do love about guys like the backfield, guys, he can catch the ball, just like Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, they got, they've got to get better at the screen game for sure because Chris Thompson is back. He can do that for yeah. you, and they got to figure out the And he that. can't be hitting uh, Sheriff in the butt with a screenplay. You just, I'm right. not letting you off the hook for that one. <laughs> All right, people try to forget these things. I don't forget nothing in the game. He hit Sheriff in the butt it with a screen the butt fumble, but It yes. wasn't the butt fumble, yeah. but it was the butt screen. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll get to more phone calls. Uh, we'll also um, talk about one of the other unsung heroes, a guy who has been having a Pro Bowl season for the Redskins in this awful year, and some of the things he did today that were incredible. We'll get to that straight ahead. Official Redskins postgame show. Scott Jackson, Fred Smooth. This is the Washington Redskins Radio Network. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Fred Smooth. What's up with that? I'll tell you what's up with that. Two straight wins, 29-21 today over the Panthers. Redskins winners. Scott Jackson, Fred Smoot here on the official Redskins postgame show. We'll hear Bill Callahan's presser uh, coming up in the next segment. Uh, before we do that, though, a couple things I want to point out. Number one, if you haven't seen it um, on the line uh, or on the show live, uh, Nate Orchard's uh, conversation with J.P. Finley on NBC Sports Washington on their postgame show, uh, he gets quite emotional talking about what he's been through in his career to get to where he is. And uh, it's one of those things, if you like watch it and you don't have an emotional feeling that you might want to go to the doctor and see if you actually have a heart. Oh, yeah, you've got a pulse. <laughs> just something you in your body. You might have a heart, you know what I'm saying? Or you might just like not like the team. But, I mean, it's just a great one of those great sports stories about 
a guy again signed this week. Per- Perseverance. Perseverance comes in as yeah. a couple sacks, and uh, it was it was a great story. He was big. I mean, you saw him all over the field. Fifty four. I'm like, you know, I'm joking around here in like, studio, you, and again, I'm going, Mason Foster. Who, who is that? Like you had to ask yeah. yourself. Like no, seriously, great. you had yeah, to ask terrific. yourself. And this is why I tell you, man, you gotta have that level of hungriness about you. And it's guys like this. Like I told people, man, it's very embarrassing to to get your dream job and then have it taken away. Yeah. You know, and not just taken away, but you get fired in front of everybody. Like sometimes you turn on the TV, you scared to turn on the TV because you might get the news before your agent even get the news. So him going through that, his his wife and his kids having to go through that, and him having to go back and explain, I just got to keep trying. Yeah. And then being and having his back, that's a emotional thing, and that's what they say. It it it, it, it takes. It takes stuff like that to bring families together, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was a weird game on so many levels. Kerrigan's out. Sweat gets off at his fast start. He gets hurt. Uh-huh. Then you're down to essentially, you know, and then Anderson gets thrown out. Not he was game. having a game. Yeah. Right, and then you're down to two guys, again, that were signed this week as your, your outside rushers, and they finished the game in a strong note. Uh, it was quite impressive. And play well the whole time. Didn't right. make mistakes. And didn't use the excuse that I only been here a week. Right. See, that's what I don't <laughs> like. Went out and yeah, yeah, everybody liked to see it. I always got an excuse. I always got an excuse. I don't want to hear excuses. You get the chance, go out there, prove you can play, uh, you're supposed to be on this team. You know who doesn't make excuses? Me. Uh, pro bowler to be, I hope. I don't want to jinx it. But Tress Way, yeah. uh, today, you know, he was already the NFL's leader in punt average coming in. He had five punts for 290 yards, which is 58 yards a punt. Uh, he did have one touchback, but mind you, the one touchback was a 79-yard punt yep. from his own 21-yard line. He had, a, he had a touchback. Yeah, I mean, he did get a good bounce, uh, yeah. fortuitous bounce, yeah. but yeah. still, it was an incredible punt because he kicked it way past the return guy because obviously he couldn't re- grab it yeah. to let it not hit the ground. It bounced and it, you know, and it kicked in the end zone. But even that, even when you kick it through the end zone, so to speak, it's a 59-yard net. I, I was Insane. literally at Reyes Camp Park the other day, seen him with his shoe off. And he got two golden toes. Like, his big toe, and hit the toe right beside the big toe. You know, sometimes it's longer than the big toe. But the man has two 14-carat. So huh? like, listen to me. So 14-carat gold toes. Right? The All guy right. can play. Fred, I'm sorry. Fred Smoot's breakdown of Tressway's toes brought to you by Novak. <laughs> uh, power that you can trust. All right, 14 carat. All right, let's get to a couple more calls, and then we'll get to Bill Callahan on the other side. Uh, Mo in D.C., what's happening? Hey, what's up with y'all? Hey, man. How are hey, you? what's up, brother? What's up with you? Hey. Hey, listen, hey, I called about uh, uh, Sweat last week. I think the right side is actually the side that he need to play on. That's the that's the side that he pressures on the best. Uh, the Anderson hit was, was bull jive. They just <laughs> never threw that man out. Yeah. He laid with his shoulder and he knocked that man out. That was a fumble that, that we should have had for I didn't think I didn't even think it was a dirty hit. No, I didn't think no, it was a dirty hit at all. It wasn't because Olsen was cringing, getting ready to absorb the hit. Before you know it, uh, Batman, ball out. We don't even get the ball. They kick him out the game and we forced to play two other hunger dogs that came in. Luckily, they was ready to play. And, and and that's what I was going to say. Uh, in the past three weeks, it seems as if Coach Minuski just let them rush. Yes. Damn all that covering in the in the, in the flats. And we just going to go get the quarterback, and we going to put pressure on them. Now, on the offensive side, there was a couple of uh, uh, drops of Mr. Haskins that would have made it better. And also, he needs to get more accurate. So it, it was a give and take. But I like his progression. And yeah. if you think about it, Harmon. McLaurin, Sims, uh, Geis, and Haskins, they all locked up. They can all yeah. go together, and it could be the spot of that, and instead of that triplet, it could be a quadruplet. Like, they yeah, all yeah, it's can make plays. A, a new era. A new era of a lot it, of athletes. 
and the start of a new era. And Christian look good. So now, like you said, uh, Mr. Smooth, it is a sexy job to have if... Yes. You know what I mean? You know how to work with what we got. And, and that's why I said Urban Meyer, and he going to add Chase Young, and we're going to be we gonna be cooking with fish grease. And I told Sweat what you said about him last week Uh-oh. on the radio. He politely went in, sprayed on some Old Spice, and went out there and got two sacks. Now, honestly, be, let's be straight, because uh, for people that don't know, you and I uh, interviewed Montez Sweat the night of the draft. We made four <laughs> or five Mississippi State references, and Claude's looking at me like, what is this? Claude's our producer, Claude See, Jennings. They, 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 Claude, you go. You just can't help had no idea who Fred Smoot was. Well, it was I only, so funny. I, I only he had got, no idea who I Fred Smoot was. It was a, hilarious. I only have a 30-foot portrait of me when you walk in of MSU's practice facility just sitting there rocking that number two. I, sources, I'm the only one of the most famous Bulldogs he had of no all time. He thought Fred was actually the PA announcer. He was so loud. Hey, he, he did transfer no there from Michigan State. So He had no idea. You know, they don't teach no education there in Michigan State. Uh, Jackie and Frederick, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I get it. Y'all two got me cracking up. But anyways, I'm good. Hey, Smoothie Jackson. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? So, so remember what I said? I just want to see him improve a little bit every week, right? Yep. And he's still got to work. He's still got some mechanics. So I'm with you on that, Smooth. He's still got some things he got to work on. But I think as he go along, he will get better. And I ain't going to lie, fellas. The defense, I don't know if somebody just put a fire under their butt. Right. But they played after them first two scores by Carolina. It was like they shut it down. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. Maybe they do need to keep Norman up out of there for a minute. Let's see what these young guys will continue to do. Because, I mean, Moreau, I wasn't a big fan of his. I'm still not. But he playing. So as long as he playing, I'm cool with that. Oh, my goodness, guys. We got to get. We can't give him Bam Bam though, Fred, because that's my son's name with his MMA fighting. So we can't do Bam Bam. We can't do Bam Bam. But I'm gonna tell you, we got to give him a name because when he smooched the the Carolina defensive player, was like, get off me. I, I, I think Tasmanian like, Devil. I think he's Tasmanian Devil. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. T- we can use that. We can use that because I'm telling you right now. I was excited just to see the young guys play and how well they started to mesh together. And that's what I was looking for. How well can our young guys mesh together when they're on the field together? Thanks for taking my call, fellas, and y'all have a good one. All right, thank yep. you, Jackie. Appreciate yep. it. Everybody's right. It's just like picking that, that perfect plate for Thanksgiving. You know, you got your dressing right there, your, your mac and cheese, you know, your greens, and you see it all work together, you know you got something special. And I think right now we got the right ingredients. We just got to get the right chef in here to cook it up. All right. Uh, we'll tell you, we'll get Steve in Middleburg in, and then we'll take a break. Steve, go ahead. You're with us here on the official Redskins postgame show. Hey, Scott. Hey, Smoot. How are you, pal? Hey, um, Smoot, I've talked to you once before, and I'm listening to you guys a lot. And i got to tell you, it's a lot more fun to listen to you after a win. <laughs> you lit up. <laughs> well, you know, winning make everybody happy. Yeah. You know, winning make your work week go better, don't it? Yeah, yeah, but you get real lit up after a win. It's great to listen to. Hey, I got two quick points. One is the point you made earlier, Smooth, about professional athletes and how they're different from everybody else. You know, when they get when they lose their job, every the whole world knows. I, I don't know how I'd feel if I lost my job and, and the whole world found out about it, including my neighbors. You know, yeah. And that's most thing. That's the thing most people don't have to ever deal with. You know, that's a good point you made. But um, the other thing is about Haskins. The guy's obviously got some skills. You know. And he's also got a lot of confidence bordering on cockiness. Oh, yep, yep. And, right. and uh, I hope he's uh, humble enough at times 
to allow himself to be coachable, you know? Because yep. he needs he needs to be, have a lot of coaching and develop those skills, and he'll be he'll be a good, good quarterback, if not a great quarterback, maybe, uh, in the future. But uh, he had zero turnovers and zero selfies, and those are the stats I think he should continue with. Yeah, you're totally right about that, and you're totally right about what I said about at the least lives. It's, it's just a hard life, you know. No, not only do you lose your job, it's the dream, you know. You, the dream ends for you, and and it's so fickle. There's only going to be 53 guys on each roster, and y'all know everything about our life, from how much salary we make to to whatever happens in our off the field. Like, like everything is under that microscope, and I just think people look at us sometimes as emotionless figures, you know. They they get mad at you if, if you mess up. The fantasy football team. What about the fact I just got burnt? For two no, it doesn't now. matter how much doesn't matter how much money you make. You still got the same feelings as anybody else. Yep, you're right about that, and you're true. Have a good one, guys. Uh, you All right, too, thanks, Rusty. Appreciate you it. Too. All right, uh, we'll get back to uh, some more calls coming up. We'll hear Bill Callahan's entire or most of his press conference coming up on the other side. Um, Plus, uh, the electrifying play of the game. We will get to that straight ahead as well. Redskins 29-21 winners over the Carolina Panthers. Scott Jackson, Fred Smoot, official Redskins postgame show. You're listening to Washington Redskins football. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot. Straight gift to Geis. Geis breaks a tackle. Geis trucks the defender down to the 46. Awesome. Awesome. Beat him. <laughs> that was amazing. Now watch him take him out. That was amazing. I mean, are you kidding me? They're in a full. And the dude, you got to have a feel for the game. And Carolina, Carolina has a player injured on that play. Yeah, he got trucked. Carolina has a play. That was a nine-yard game. But there is yeah, they have no feel for the game. Oh, Doc. Doc was one Doc of those old Doc referees Ford. on the field. You know, yeah. Doc liked that, 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 that. But guess what? They kept him in the game, and he finished the drive. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, brought to you by the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 26. Visit IBEW, local26.org for more information. The electrifying play of the game. If it gets Doc that excited where his voice starts to crack, and he probably will need to um, rest his voice at some point this week, then you know it was a big play. Well, so, you know, Doc about that physicality. Voice, you know, old school football, leather heads. He, he, he about coming home with a half of a tooth in his mouth. Like, that's that's what Doc want. Doc like Callahan's type football. He like, you know, he's run, run, he's run. He's enjoying it. And, and, and defense. Although I'll say this, he's mixed up the run of the pass a lot better these last few weeks. He's let... He's like Kevin O'Connell. I've been saying that more O'Connell. Uh, well, I mean, it's still O'Connell's calling the plays, but yeah. you know he has a directive you yeah. know, as to call the plays. But anyway, I thought they've done a good job with that. All right, uh, Redskins winners today, 29-21 over the Panthers. It's two straight wins. First win streak since October of last year when they won three in a row. Uh, Bill Callahan, after the game, addressed the media. Here's some of Coach Cal. I think, um, you know, we, we didn't start as fast as we wanted to. I thought that uh, we, we got behind the eight ball a little bit from the, from the perspective of, of not, uh, you know, not giving up the long drive on the first drive of the game, uh, and then going three and out. We just, we just weren't clicking early. And then I thought our defense made really good adjustments, stopped one of the top rushers in the game. When you guys put this team together back in the offseason, this is kind of what the dream was, that Adrian and Darius would both be able to have big days. Your quarterback wouldn't have to do too much, maybe make a couple of key plays. What happened today that that dream came to fruition where it hasn't in the first whatever games of the season? I give a lot of credit to the offensive line. I thought those guys were But our tight ends blocked extremely well. Brian Angelico, 
He's done a really good job, you know, being two tight ends down. And then, of course, you know, playing with, you know, with Hal and, and uh, uh, Sprinkle, I think he's done really good. And then, of course, we used the jumbo quite a bit today with, with Bergstrom. And then our receivers blocked well. You know, I think you saw Harmon come in there a few times and insert up on their safeties. So, uh, yeah, it was a really a good group effort all all throughout the running game, you know, no doubt about it. So, uh, yeah, we're real pleased, uh, real happy about that. Just like the way the guys fought, you know, for four quarters today. I'm sorry, one more time. Uh, Dwayne, what's not about to play to you today? What caught your eyes? Seemed like you took it. Yeah, I thought he managed the game real well. Uh, you know, I, I thought that he made some big plays, you know, that were ad-libbed on the move. Also, a couple of plays I think he'd love to have back. I think it was another learning experience against one of the top rushers in the game, top pass rushers and pass rushing units uh, in the game. And uh, to manage that aspect, to make the escapes that he did, to come up with the plays that he did, I thought, you know, was, was huge, especially made a couple of third down plays that I thought were really big. Um, yeah, just the overall management, you know, and not, you know, obviously making smart decisions, good decisions. I think he'll learn, you know, from the good and the bad. But uh, I like the way he played on the road. It's a hard place to come in to play. Uh, this franchise hasn't won here since 98, I believe. So to come down here and, and come away with a win uh, uh, speaks volumes for our team. Uh, Coach, uh, obviously you had your message to the team last week that you wouldn't tell us what it was. But the young guys, they seem to respond. And it seems like they're the guys that are actually leading the team now. Adrian had a big day today as well, but Darius and obviously Dwayne, a lot of the young guys seem like they're the they're the leaders of the team now. What are your thoughts? Well, on I think we we got good veteran leadership, and I think with any team, anyone can lead. You know, you, the way you come in every day to the building, how you prepare, how you practice, you know, how you support each other. Uh, I've mentioned that many times to the team. It's just not one guy, and it's just not one player with a C on his chest. Anybody can lead, and that's the the beauty of leadership. And uh, we're getting a lot out of that from our young players as well as our veteran players. So I think there's a good blend, there's a good mesh of that you know, throughout the team. So what did you see first on the uh, onside kick and then after that too? Just in those last frantic few minutes, the ability to hold yeah. on. Yeah, I was concerned, you know, on the onside kick because we had a, a misassignment up front and we let the, uh, the the player make the reception on that play. And, uh, yeah, that was that was a little bit concerning. But, uh, you know, there was a, you know, we had a lot of guys that were juggling in and out of the lineup, guys that have been injured that we're trying to replace. So, uh, you know, backup's got to step up and uh, – you know, we just didn't have the blocking assignment accomplished on that play the way we wanted to. But also holding on at the end, too. Yeah, I thought uh, our defense played well. I mean, they, they went all the way down the field, and that series down at the down in the red zone, tight red zone there, uh, well, it took four downs, we took it all the way down to the fourth down position. And to make those types of stops and back them up and make the tackle for losses and then the, the concluding sack of the game, uh, couldn't be more proud of what Greg did with the unit and how they came back in, in the second half and played hard. With good resolve, I mean, I mean those guys—they they played hard. And we had a lot of contributions. Uh, you know, we had contributions from two guys that weren't even here last week. You know, one was on the practice squad, and the other fellow was on the street. Nate Orchard, so Chris Odom and Nate Orchard both contributed. Uh, I think the three or three and a half sacks uh, in this game. So it was good to see them come in and, and give us some production with uh, with Ryan Kerrigan being out.
Bill, what did you make of the hit on Trey Quinn and then the ejection call on Ryan Anderson later in the game? Yeah, the only explanation I wanted was just, that, you know, I, I, there were spatial hits, and they, they come from distance. So any type of spatial hit from a distance um, was the, against us was a was an ejection, and the other one wasn't. So I just wanted to know how they viewed the difference between the two. And uh, obviously there was a clear difference. So I'll, I'll find out a little bit more, you know, as we submit our report to, to the officials uh, tomorrow. Two more. Bill, what did change from those first two drives where they marched? They had 150 yards in those first two drives, and mm-hmm. I think midway through the third quarter they had gotten 14 cents. What adjustments did you guys make? I think the coverage is we got adjusted well. I thought that uh, the pressure, you know, the pressure plan that Greg exhibited was even better. Uh, and, and then, you know, finding a rhythm, you know, in coverage to, to shut down the, the pass concepts I thought was excellent. Uh, so I, I just think you know the, the pressure, the pressure looks, the, the types of pressures we came with, and then the consistent rush that we have gotten. And then, of course, I thought we buckled down in the running game, you know, to limit, you know, twenty-two to, to forty-four yards. I think for the day, that's that's really, really, really a good job all the way around. So I thought we had a good plan. Uh, I talked to the team last night about the plan that we had in all three phases. I felt really, really good about it, and, and we had a good week of practice. So I was glad to see that the practice preparation. Came over into the game day reality. Last one. Coach, can you talk a little bit about you mentioned before uh, the new guys in the pass rush? Uh, you know, kind of assess how that played into you being able to, to kind of limit them in the, after the first couple of drives. Yeah, so, you know, we, uh, you know, Mad Eye Unitas, John, Jonathan Allen, uh, you know, Sweat, uh, all those guys settle. All those guys kept consistent pressure. You know, a lot of times it's not the the, the player that gets the sack, but it's the the complementary player that creates the push or the disruption that creates the force out on the cue that sets up the sack. So we had a lot of a lot of complementary play across the board. I just thought we had good consistent pressure on the quarterback uh, that allowed us to make those types of plays. All right, Bill Callahan's press conference presented by Select Auto Imports. Drive luxury for less. Visit them at selectautoimports.com. Uh, like the plan they had going in all three phases. It mm-hmm. showed, again, I'm, I'm still, as you know, I mean, look, anybody who pays attention to the NFL knows Christian McCaffrey has been as close to a sure thing as there's been in the NFL to at least get a touchdown each week. Each week. Zero touchdowns today, 44 rushing yards and 14 carries. He did have 58 receiving yards. So he had 102 total yards, but he was not the impact playmaker, difference maker guy that he's been throughout the season for Carolina. The son of Easy Ed McCaffrey. Right. He's pretty much dominated pretty much every team he's played this year, no matter if it was a win or a loss. And like you said, not only did they stop him rushing the ball, they stopped him receiving, which is hard. This, this was a running back that had 100 catches last year. I hope people know that. Like, he's as close to a sure thing at running back right now that you can get in the league. And I like the way they understood. How about we take away their one sure thing and force Allen, the uncertain Allen, to go out here and force him. We'll put the game in his hand and force him to beat us. That's certainly uh, what it looked like they did. And, again, it was a rocky start, but a very strong finish. 29 straight points for the Redskins after falling down 14 nothing, roots at a 29-21 win today over the Carolina Panthers. Next up, the Green Bay Packers. All right, next up, we'll get to a few more phone calls. We'll get to the offensive and defensive players of the game as well. This is the Washington Redskins Radio Network. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot. Empty backfield for Allen, takes the snap, 
Allen under some heat. Allen looking, looking, backpedaling, giving up yardage. Gets hit. It's down. And the Redskins going to win it. It was Bostic who knocked it out as Allen gave up yardage all the way back to the 30-yard line. 14 seconds to go, and the Redskins defense gets the job done. That was so good. Coverage in the end zone. You took away everything for Allen. He had nowhere to go with the football. And he just thinks he's going to lose ground, lose ground, Doc. You can't throw, you can't go back to the 30. Well, he did. And uh, good for the Redskins as they get the win. Welcome back. Yeah, Cooley almost lost his voice right there. It feel like, sounded like he had, still had Thanksgiving turkey in his throat or something. <laughs> Redskins postgame show. I've had that problem this week. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, it's, turkey, throat it's, problems. It's that time of the year, you know. It is. It's that time of the year where we start to pack on pounds. Like, yep. like I tell the woman, if a man loves you during the holidays with your holiday weight, he loves you. Right? He loves you. <laughs> right? he, he doesn't care. All right, let's get to this. Uh, the defensive player of the day for the Redskins. There's yes. a lot to choose from, but I think we got to go a co-defensive player of the game, Nate Orchard. Yep. And, of course, Chris Odom, both who had the exact same amount of tackles, mm-hmm. four each. Uh, Odom had two sacks. Orchard had one, one sack, sack yeah. but Odom had one tackle for loss. Orchard had two tackles for loss. Both had two quarterback hits. They are the co-defensive players of the game brought to you by SprinklerFitter669.org. Saving lives, protecting property. Of course, both were signed this week. Thank you. Odom was been on the Redskins practice squad, so he did. He yeah. was familiar. Nate Orchard on the other hand was, was literally sitting on the, the couch. Yeah, uh, he was story. me last week. He was me. He was you. He was me. Uh, for, old football player just watching old sports go by. For you know it, he gets the call on his phone. It's Santos on the other side of the line. Could you come give us a workout before you know it? He's ending the game, and he's our player of the week. Both of them are. Pretty awesome. Congratulations, fellas. That's, that's real football right there. This next man up stuff. Yeah. Uh, Darius Geis, third game back from the uh, injury. Finally seeing him on the field. 10 carries, 129 yards, two touchdowns. Tonight's offensive player of the game brought to you by the Washington Post. So Darius Geis the gets Tasmanian the Tasmanian devil. I'm going to see where that nickname stick. All right, let's get to some more calls. Because everybody pretty much booed Clinton Bam Bam down. They just booed Well, him. the problem was if Clinton wanted to make a um, nickname stick, you yeah. got to know the cartoon Character. You can't you, you, you just, can't like, just say, ask other people, right, what, what, I, what, what was the, the uncle name on the Simpsons? Right. What are you know. talking about, I don't Clint? know what show he's watching. So anyway, <laughs> anyhow. Um, yeah, and it might have been somebody from Family Guy for all we know. We, all right. we don't know. Uh, Reggie and Richmond, what's happening? Gentlemen, man, I don't know how you roll with Smoots, man, because Smoots be had me crying last <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, we have fun, you know. The food. I'm numb to it Smoop, now. You still got the Smoogleville, brother. You still got the Smoogleville. Oh, yes, sir. I still got that, uh, that gold in 85 Impala, baby. <laughs> Live with the gangster lane, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but, gentlemen, Smooth, being a defensive man, that last series where the defense had to hold it down, what was going through your mind uh, how they made the quarterback go from the goal line all the way up to the 30-yard line? It was just like, just keep chasing. Because I've seen D. Lyman give up on a play like that and uh, Brett Favre come in and, and connect on a play like that. So I was actually scared the more he started to give himself time to turn and look and find somebody. See, the one thing about a wide receiver, we can shut you down with the first route you run. But once the quarterback mm-hmm. leaves the pocket, now we got to check that second route, the third route, and it's all in the same place. So I was kind of nervous myself. 
Yeah, and real quick, when Haskins fumbled the ball and looked kind of nonchalant, that really kind of bothered me. I mean, I know he's a rookie. I know he's learning, but most of the time when that ball smells yelling fire or something, yeah. he'll get it. he just stood there and looked around. That wasn't a good look. I'm not trying to beat the kid up. I'm, I'm not trying to have, you know, but as a football player, Spook, you on the defense, you see that. Doesn't kind of, you know, get you a little upset? Yeah, it, it, it kind of put mustard in my jello. I understand what you're saying, brother. At the end of the day. I mean, just, it wasn't Cam Newton in the Super Bowl bad. Let's not. <laughs> Nothing's better than that. Cam ain't even been dressing the same after that. He, he started growing the, the weekend hair and everything. He lost everything after that. So I totally understand what he's saying, though. He got to get yeah, down. He got to get, get that ball. ball. He got to get that ball back. All right. Thanks for the call, Reggie, uh, in Richmond. Always good to hear from the Richmond folks. All right. Um, all right. Josh in Australia is with us. We don't have oh, Josh yeah. We love, you know, I love talking to Josh in Australia. What's up, buddy? Uh, what's going on, gentlemen? Hey, how are we? Uh, how you doing, brother? Tell us how it's going Been a down. Been Josh. Uh, we're, good. we're good. We're good. Ah, smooth, smooth. Scotty, what's going on? Good to hear from you, Josh. Has it I'll tell you what, smooth. Mate, there's no I in team. Nope. And there's no N in Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know it's something when I'm getting straightened out by my Australian friend about my Monroe. <laughs> There's, there's no end in my row. <laughs> look, if I got my shocking accent and I can pick that up, then we got a problem. Hey, well, you know me. I'm just going to continue to call it Monroe because his mama called it Monroe. Hey, Josh, I know you're yeah. from Australia, but look up Mississippi State when you get a chance of academic. No, no, no. Higher learning institution, <laughs> Ivy League. I mean, the so coach speaking of higher learning institutions, I'm calling on a higher institution phone now. So if anyone calls you and says, why is there a big bill? Just pretend you're Maryland Uni or something. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking business here. Just write it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a university conference. Um, now, what happened to Greg Minuski? Did he have heaps he, of tryptophan in his turkey this weekend? Because he actually made adjustments. I was super impressed. Yeah, he's been letting the dogs loose of late. Yeah, I think, you know, last week people were like, well, it's yeah, Driscoll, it's the, whatever. The but th- this week, it's two good. Listen, two good weeks in a row for him. Look, they were all embarrassed after the bye week. They were horrendous, right, against the Jets. But since then, they've bounced back nicely. But, boy, next week. Well, you know, you got to feel some kind of way as a level. defensive coordinator when you call the right plays. Yeah. And then, you know, l- l- you know, the reason Josh got pissed <laughs> because he was trying to make other people plays. Yeah. And now, as you see, all 11 guys are just going out there doing what they're asked to do. I like it. I like it. you got to give a shout-out to my missus. She's going through chemo. She's only 27. Wow. And she's still got up at 5 a.m. to listen to me yell at the TV. Hey, most definitely tell Shout her. Thank out, her. That's uh, being strong. <laughs> I've been through that. Hey. Thank you for getting up, brother. Thank you for being tough. Thank her for us, bro. I don't know why I do it, but I can't stop. Hey, I understand, man. You love what you love. You can't help who you fall in love with, brother. All right, Josh. Thanks for the call, buddy. Hang in there. Love you. Cheers, boys. All right. Good luck to your wife for thinking about her. Yeah, because I I, I hate cancer, man. Like I told you, I had to deal with it with my mama when I lost her two years ago. I hate cancer, man. I, I hate it with a passion. All right, let's see where are we going hate now. More than, Jason, more than, I hate the Cowboys. More than you hate the Cowboys. That's true. Well, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Jason, what's happening? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, buddy. Hey, hey listen. Listen to Fred Sport is a comedy show every week. We actually just be tuning in just to hear Fred. Hey, man, I appreciate that, man. You know, Fred. sometimes laughter is the best soul food you can get. It's good for the soul, brother. <laughs> it is that. It is that. Hey, this is Jason right outside of Richmond. But listen, question for you. Because of the recent success we're having, it's like uh, subtraction with success. Because now we're like, okay, we're winning a couple of games. 
We're gonna move <laughs> up in the draft, and I'm like, and I know y'all, I know y'all heard this, yep. but you know, like now what? Because I don't care how many games we win, um, the general manager has got to, got to, got to go. Mm. I like the, I love the young nucleus that we have. Please tell me that we're not gonna keep uh, keep Greg Minuski and a couple of things. I know Jordan Reed has probably seen his last part of being a Redskin, as well as um, Davis, and as well as uh, the uh, on the defensive side, the guy gets smoked all the time. I know guys are never coming back. Yeah, probably yeah, not. Norman. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And pretty much I mean, everybody over the age thirty-five. I mean, over the age thirty, uh, twenty-nine. Listen, pretty much won't I, be on listen, this roster every, next year. Every listen, every everything is the end of the season. We'll all be waiting. I'm sure. I, you know, look, every week you're not going to change your mind over one or two games. But you know right, what? Right. You know, I, I think it's it's all going to be added up for sure. It'll, it'll be interesting uh, to see. Just the last thing I just last thing I say is it is finally good to. Because I work with a bunch of uh, Cowboys fans, so I love getting to them. But it's finally good to go to work and say, guess who won uh, the only one in the NFC East? It is so good to say that. Hey, Fred, keep doing what you do, man. We actually love hearing you. I appreciate that, man. And you, you give it to them Cowboy fans. They're yeah. what you do. Thanks, Jason. Because they actually thought they was going to the Super Bowl. Now, we knew we going through some things, but we pretty much knew we won the Super Bowl team when the season started. Not them Cowgirls. They just, they were buying tickets to Miami, all kinds of stuff. You might as well trade them in for a pair of lizard skin boots because it's over with. <laughs> Fat woman singing, baby. All right. Before we move on, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Washington Redskins Radio Network. All right, Redskins beat the uh, Panthers today, 29-21. Uh, official Redskins postgame show. Going to get a couple more calls in and get into our final segment coming up on the other side. Pete in, uh, Peter, excuse me, in Wilmington, North Carolina. How you doing? I'm doing great. Great win. And I live in the Carolina 25 years. I was born and raised in D.C. Came here in 93. And I can't tell you how the Redskins fans are here. They're the best Redskins fans anywhere. Yes. There was more. There was more people in that stadium than is in our own stadium back in Maryland. It's incredible. But you know what the best thing about it is? The day that we beat Carolina today, that's like beating Dallas twice every year for five years. I mean, they are going to ram it into all the Panther fans down here because there's so many Redskins fans. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it used to and be Redskin country the whole thing until they moved in and took a lion's share of our, our Redskin fans and transformed them into uh, Panthers. As long as we win, they'll come out, and they will. Listen, another the one player that I have just been so on so much because he was so ridiculed is the, the guard. Um, Eric Flowers? Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers. Yeah. yeah. The man has been incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you see him on that goal line? He was upside down, and he was still pushing. Hey, to and tell the, the truth, he's played it's, the best out of all the offensive linemen this year. It's been an up-and-down year for Sheriff. Penn's been solid. But if you really do a grade on these guys, I can say that Flowers probably would have the highest grade out of all of them. I, I, I am so impressed with that kid. And you know what? Let's give some credit to the coaching staff because I know they've been ridiculed. But this was a this was a, a pro coaching uh, day. This was a day that yeah. they looked like professional coaches. And yeah. I don't know what happened in the past or what they did, but this was a nice book. Either yeah. way it goes. Right. So you thank t- you, guys. Thank you, buddy. They totally right with it. They look like they did their job. They earned their paycheck today. They they whooped them with the pen is how we call it as yeah. players. Like sometimes you just know you know we match up physically with each other equally, and sometimes we go into the game knowing we're gonna be separated by the pen. 
All right, let's get to Andre and Manassas. What's happening, Andre? I'm doing well, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you too. Um, Fred, I had a, just a quick question for you in terms of how the team is you know, built. I know everyone's talking about everyone's happy about the, the, the young players stepping up and the young players stepping up, and that's a good thing. I'm excited. But I guess my question to you is, is the team too young, or do we have enough of a good enough mix in terms of a good mix of young players, good mix of players in the prime for this team to, you know, really go far and to start winning. Obviously not this year, but the next couple of years. Because in my mind, I'm seeing the team, and I'm keeping asking the question, but these contracts, you know, people like Allen, you know, yeah. he has like two or three more years. We have all these good nucleus of young players, but eventually with the salary cap, you know, you can't sign everybody. And you know, to be fair, I do understand this is three years down the line, but I guess yeah. my question to you, if you're going into the off season and you're trying to, to, to build a contender here, are you trying to get some more veteran players, players in their prime, or are you just kind of you know still build through the draft and so forth? Uh, I'm going to build through my draft, but I also get the right mix of veterans. And the only veterans I'm going to bring in here, because I realize our top five players on this team, salary-wise, we get zero output from for uh, several different reasons. So we've been toted by the middle of this roster and the bottom of this roster. So when I get in the offseason, when I sprinkle in a veteran, he's going to be coming from a renting culture. I don't want just any veteran just because you're good. I want Veterans from certain coaches. I want. I want expatriates. I want. I want uh, Seahawks. I want. I'm, I'm. I'm shopping for a certain type animal for my veteran guys. And of course, think about it. If you got a Paul Richardson that you get off the books next year, a Josh Norman that you're getting off the books next year, the only veteran that we're truly paying now is Alex Smith. And we all know what's going on in that situation. So we we're talking about going into the offseason with a lot of cap money, and we got cheap rookies. All our rookies cheap right now, even the first rounders. So we got cheap, very very rookies, I think we're right where 49ers were last year before Jimmy G got hurt. When Jimmy G got hurt, they knew they had to bomb the season. They end up getting Bosa. Now look at him. We're not far away from where the 49ers was two years ago. Alright, thanks for the call. We're going to take a final timeout. We'll come back and some thoughts on the Redskins in Lambeau Field next weekend. The Revenge of Preston Smith. Redskins post-game shows. Scott Jackson and yeah, Fred Smoot in for uh, Clinton Portis this week. You're listening to Washington Redskins Football. This is the official Washington Redskins postscape show. Here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Fred Smoot. The snap, the knee, this game is over. What a win for the Redskins at Carolina. Final score, the Redskins 29, the Panthers 21. And yes, Dwayne Haskins took the knee. It is uh, the rewarding moment of the game presented by the Maryland Lottery Play Multi-Match Maryland's New In-State Jackpot Game. And you can be rewarded to do drawings every Monday and Thursday night. Redskins 29-21 winners. Two straight wins. And uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Horizon. Scott Jackson, Fred Smoot. Some final thoughts on this one. And we'll uh, look ahead to Green Bay. Um, Aaron Rodgers today, Fred. This carved up the Giants. Mm-hmm. In snow. Don't forget yes, that. Yes, in the snow. He's a snowman. He's a Stark. Uh, three touchdown passes in 11 to 12 for 170 yards just in the middle of the field. Yeah. Uh, today. Um, did you Now, were you old enough or young? You, 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 I don't know, is you, you, old you enough or young some enough? kind of shot. No, no, I don't I'm, even I'm, know what you're sitting I'm, up I'm here. But here. you just can't help I, yourself. Hit that. It just I, hit me because you're in the division with the Packers, but that was Favre, though, right? You were playing against Favre? I played against Favre. I picked Favre off a thousand times. Right. You, were you not pl- Rodgers when, didn't when, play? When Rodgers started playing, I was back a Redskin. Okay. Like, we right. went there and we went back. I just didn't know if you played against Rodgers. Oh, yeah, I played against Rodgers. What is, I mean, the velocity of the football. It ain't the velocity. It's the placement. Okay. Like, he's so detailed to Right. Let's just say if my guy running an out route. Right. He don't throw the out route in the field of play. The out route is literally out 
it's out of the field. It's it's out of bounds. Gotcha. See, so only they, his guy can get it. Only right? his players can get it. And if you notice, any time he throws across the middle, he throws only towards the ground. All right? That's why he never get any ball that's tipped off the hand of his receivers or stuff like that. So, hence, he don't throw interception because of where he places the ball. He even throw his back shoulders. Like, if he's throwing a back shoulder fade and it's a tight end, he's literally throwing exactly to the back of the head of the linebacker that's checking him. So, now he's told his receiver, long as you put your hand behind his head, you always be able to catch the ball. So, it's just placement with this guy. Well, you, you called it the uh, Preston Smith revenge game. There's also it's the, the, revenge whole, of the whole Smith. Matt LaFleur uh, angle as well. Maybe he'll give the game ball to Mike Shanahan as well if they win. Um, but that being said... Look at you. You're just taking shots nine, all day. Nine and three, nine and three Packers. Must be that lumberjack shirt you got. Nine right? and three Packers. Um, they have a defense this year, right? I mean, uh, Pat, Mike Pettin has done a nice job improving that defense. Every time they win the Super Bowl... They have a defense. It's True. never about the offense. They always got offense. And that's why I keep telling you, uh, <coughs> yep. it's a lot of Green Bay Packers fans, and I know this is going to hurt your feelings, but that's what I do. I tell the you truth. Feelings, yeah. I, I'm sorry. The Green Bay Packers are the biggest misconception in the league. They have had back-to-back, it's going to be 40 years of Hall of Fame quarterbacking. Yep. 40 years. They got two rings to show for it. Yeah, two rings to show for. Now you want to tell me? You want to talk to me about a Travis Sham mockery? That's what one looked like. Like nobody, everybody like ah, oh, Green Bay, they're the greatest franchise. No, they're not. All right, you've had two quarterbacks back to back. Who lucks up like that? Who has one Hall of Famer then backs him up with a Hall of Famer? And all you got is one each, one ring each. Just like me being married for seventy years, and all I give my wife is one ring. I might need to give her one ring for each of the five years we've been together. Fill her whole hand up. But all they got is two championships from two Hall of Fame coaches. If that ain't underachieving at its finest, I don't know what is. That being said, will they destroy the Redskins next week? Or do you think this is a game the Redskins Yeah, we're going, we going down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, with all that being said, all that being said with all that being said, right. it's going to be hard but fair. Yeah, you're going to have to throw for more than 150 yards to win. Now, 150 yards won't keep you in that game. And yeah. the one thing you don't want to do, which which might make it a running game, yeah. is you want to keep Aaron Keister over there on that sideline. Sure. You don't want him playing. And the way to do it is to run 26, is to run 29, and make it hurt. Hmm. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this particular program. Fred and I might still just have a conversation elsewhere shortly. Yeah, you know, it don't um, take us long. Wanna, I like talking. want to thank uh, our producer, Claude Jennings, for making it happen today, as always. Also, Greg Huff for his first-half performance. What's and uh, Corey that? Morgan, our editor, also uh, also Frenchie for keeping us on the air, and Chris Johnson, our executive producer. Uh, Scott Jackson uh, for Fred Smooth. Thanks to Clinton Portis for checking in, despite the weather, uh, with us after his trip to uh, Charlotte this weekend. And uh, we'll be back with you next week for the official Redskins pregame show, getting you ready for the Redskins Packers live from Lambeau Field. I won't be live from Lambeau Field. The game will be live from yeah, Lambeau Field. Yeah, it will be. Turn that music up, DJ. All right. We're saying so long for now. Redskins have won two in a row. 29-21 <laughs> winners over the Panthers today. This is the Washington Redskins Radio Network.